You are listening to Keystone Stock Talk Podcast, episode 46. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.keystocks.com. Come back often, and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Keystocks and on Facebook or via our 24-hour streaming radio station, pennystocks.fm. And keep submitting your stocks via the usual social channels or at our website, keystocks.com, for our Your Stock Artake segment. And we just might review your stock in an upcoming show and let you know if it is a buy, sell, or hold. This week, due to the volume of questions for our Your Stock Our Take segment, we have picked two stocks to look at. PartnerJet Corporation, PJT, on the TSX Venture, and Namaste Technologies, symbol N, on the TSX Venture. For its part, PartnerJet is a full-service flight management and aircraft sales company capable of operating a wide range of corporate aircraft. A true microcap The company has had a volatile year, trading as high as $0.40 to as low as just under $0.20. It has taken a hit lately following weaker Q2 2018 financial results. Is it a buy, sell, or hold? We'll let you know. While Namaste brands itself as a your-everything cannabis store, literally trademarking that beside the phrase, Namaste operates the largest global cannabis e-commerce platform with over 30 websites in 20-plus countries under various brands. Product offerings include vaporizers, glassware, accessories, CBD products, and the company will soon be selling medical cannabis in the Canadian market subject to approval by Health Canada. Is it a buy, sell, or hold? We'll let you know. Our star of the week is Go Easy Limited, GSY on the TSX, a full-service provider of goods and alternative financial services. The stock has gained around 10% in the past week. What is driving the surge, and is it an opportunity going forward? Now let's dig into the show. I welcome back my co-host, Keystone's Senior VP and Senior Analyst, Aaron Dunn. Welcome, Aaron. Hello, Ryan. How are you today? Very busy. Uh, just got back in the office this week, was up in Whistler, had a great time up there, and now I'm back at it. And uh, again, we're going to dig into two companies in our Your Stock, Our Take this week, so it's kind of a bonus segment. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you take a look at Facebook today? I did notice this morning an incredible drop, 20% for a company of that size. Uh, It's shocking, definitely shocking to see a drop uh, in a company and racing that much market cap uh, all at once. It was. I actually answered a question for a client on Facebook yesterday after they released their Q2 results. And the results actually at face value looked very good. Uh, The revenue, the earnings per share were up in in strong, strong double digits. But where where the results disappointed was in the user growth, which fell below analyst estimates. And really, when it comes to these social media companies, that that is what matters more than anything else, is you need to remain relevant in this competitive landscape. And if you're not growing your users at a reasonable clip, then or, or in line with market expectations, then the 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 perception that you're giving investors is that perhaps other other social media platforms are 
eating some of your market share or just that you're you're not providing the excitement necessary to encourage users to to join your platform yeah and uh, you know facebook has had privacy concerns uh the cambridge analytics scare of late had some users saying they didn't want to use the platform Perhaps that is actually affecting it, but it is all about adding more users and management spoke to that in its conference call um, and they talked about uh, guiding lower on growth going forward. And when you're receiving relatively premium valuations, uh, if you're guiding lower on growth, you can see what happens to the stock. It gets punished near term. Facebook may eventually recover. Uh, You know, it is a behemoth in the social media field and the, the company has a great balance sheet and like Aaron said the numbers really weren't that bad in the quarter but it's all about going forward and adding more users so there are some other names in the fang arena of those stocks that we we, we prefer over facebook at this point point. and in fact we're we're doing deep research on one of those fang stocks stocks right now which could potentially be a recommendation in the near future yeah and uh, I mean, I, of course, our thoughts go out to Mark Zuckerberg this week, who, who, who lost a tremendous amount of his personal fortune. But something tells me I think he'll be OK. 16 billion in one day. But unrealized. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not shedding any tears for Mark. No, I think he's not going to be destitute or on the street. We won't be seeing him on soon. the street anytime soon. No. no, no, I think he'll be fine. And uh, the company has had setbacks in the past and recovered. There are just some other names we prefer. And like Aaron alluded to, we're looking at one right now. So we've got that busy show. We've got two Your Stock Our Takes. Uh, the first one is going to be on Namaste Technology, symbol N on the TSX Venture. Again, it brands itself as your everything cannabis store, literally putting a trademark beside the phrase. I'm going to let Aaron take that one away. It's time we answer a question on Your Stock in a little segment we like to call Your Stock Our Take. Buy, sell, or hold. Sure. Thank you, Ryan. Namaste Technologies. Right now, the company is trading at a price of about $1.35 per share. Uh, full market value for the company of about $370 million. So about, about $270 million shares outstanding, which is a lot for a company this size. But what does the company do? Uh, Namaste Technologies operates a global cannabis e-commerce platform with over 30 websites found in over 20 countries under various brands. The company's product offering includes vaporizers, glassware, accessories, CBD products, and the company soon hopes to be selling medical cannabis in the Canadian market subject to licensing by Health Canada. So the stock, like everything in the cannabis space, has been very volatile. It was up well above $3 per share earlier in the year, so it's it's lost over half of its value since then. Over Single-day jumps uh, of 5 to 15% have, have not been abnormal, and the stock is down about 10% over the past week. But over the last few months, Namaste has been busy making various agreements and ac- acquisitions. So far in July, the company has made an agreement with uh, Indigenous Canadian medical dispensaries to provide consultations to the Indigenous community members. They also as well um, entered into agreement with a company called Blissco to provide technology platforms. The company acquired a company called Findify, which is uh, has an AI and machine learning technology. They, they acquired this company on May 12th. They acquired this AI and machine learning technology, which they plan to use 
to essentially recommend cannabis strains to users through their website. So essentially, I would imagine you would tell their website who you are, what your profile is, what type of, of cannabis you're looking for, and they would match you with the right strains. So looking at the financials, uh, revenue in their last quarter, which ended on May 31st, was $4.1 million. That was a 31% increase over the same quarter in the prior year. They did report a very big net loss of $8.1 million um, compared to a net loss of $3.3 million in the same quarter in 2017. So as per the company's MD&A, the increase in net revenues for the third quarter of 2018 was primarily due to our organic growth for the company. Great balance sheet. They've got about $44 million in cash, very little debt, so no issues there, but negative earnings, so you can't value this company on a price-to-earnings basis. They are seeing very strong growth in revenue, but their losses are growing faster than their revenues, and that's something that we, we are concerned about. Lots of growth potential here, for sure, as, as with many types of companies in the cannabis space. I think that what they're essentially trying to do is they don't want to get into the production side of things. They want to be a pure play online distributor. That's essentially their brand. So we'll have to see how that works out for them. Uh, definitely, we, we see potential there, but there are going to be competitors in that space. And we always look for less at what companies are saying they're going to do and more at what companies are doing. So it's nice to see that this company is generating good revenues or decent revenues and, and good revenue growth. But relative to its market cap, the revenues are still quite tiny, uh, four, four million in revenues in the quarter and a market cap of almost 400 million. So that puts the valuation to sales at an incredibly high level of well over 20 times on a trailing basis. Given the lack of profit profitability, we would consider the stock to be very speculative right now. We would not recommend it. This is something we will continue to watch as they ramp up revenues. But right now, it's it's high risk, high spe highly speculative, and, and it's not something we would recommend for people to buy. Yeah, I mean, it's a good summary. It just doesn't fit our fundamental profile in terms of revenue, cash flow, and earnings. Now, this sector is all waiting for, essentially, legalization, and this company is actively engaged with Health Canada in relation to their wholly owned subsidiary and the access to cannabis for medical purposes regulations, their ACMPR license producer. Uh, they're waiting medical cannabis, a unique license, called a sales-only license, and they'll be one of the only companies, I believe, that has a sales-only license. They're looking for that, so that could be the the next big piece of news that could come up for the company. Uh, and then going forward, they want to, we believe, brand themselves as a company that can sell cannabis, distribute cannabis online uh, electronically and, and you know, this would be a niche that they would occupy and potentially try to own that niche. Uh, it may be very difficult, but, you know, all to value this company, you have to make a ton of assumptions going forward in terms of growth. Uh, we're not comfortable doing that right now. Uh, if you want to speculate on it, that's up to you. It doesn't meet our fundamental criteria right now, like Aaron said. It's time we answer a question on your stock in a little segment we like to call Your Stock, Our Take buy, sell, or hold. So we're going to look at uh, our next Your Stock, Our Take. That is Partner Jet Corp, PJT on the TSX Venture. This is a true micro-cap company. Uh, they traded around 29.5 cents. Uh, their market cap is $2.7 That's a pittance. So what does the company do? 
PartnerJet carries on the business of a full-service flight management and aircraft sales company capable of operating a wide range of corporate aircraft. The company's revenue is generated through aircraft management contracts, charter and sub-charter activities, and aircraft maintenance contracts. The shares, uh, after performing quite well, have taken a hit lately. Well, this is because the company came out with Q2 results. It saw a decrease in revenue of 11% to $3.7 million. But net income fell 46% to just under 80 million or 80,000 compared to 130,000 in the same period last year. Adjusted EBITDA fell 53% to 90,000 in the quarter from just under 200,000 in the same period last year. So look, let's look at the valuations. That's how we look at a business. Its trailing valuations are actually low. The company has a PE or price to earnings over the last 12 months are about 5.6. And it's priced to EBITDA is 3.9, 3.8 in that range. Uh, if the company can grow, these are very low multiples. However, as we saw in the last quarter, it was not growing. The balance sheet is very healthy and net cash position, little to no debt. Our take on this, though, partner Jet has seen falling revenues and earnings over the last year. While it has a healthy and highly liquid balance sheet, the company doesn't describe any specific plans going forward in their MDNA uh, and is making only general statements in terms of marketing and expansion. So there is no real outlook for growth on this company right now or concrete plan that we see in place that they are conveying to the public markets. We also note that the company has done over two and a half million in related party transactions or business with members of the board of directors, shareholders, and enterprises which are controlled by these individuals. We see that uh, in their financial statements. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with a related party transaction, but they do raise the specter of conflicts of interest. So this is something to watch. And that was just over the first six months of this year. The volatility of stock with no sign of settling is has no sign of settling in the near term future. Combine this with declining revenues and earnings raises red flags as far as fitting into our investment criteria. We would not buy uh, partner jet at this stage. It does, doesn't make our criteria. And just to add to your comment about the related party transactions, I think you said 2.3 million, Ryan. Well, the yeah, 2.5 in that range. Oh, 2.5. Yeah. Okay. Well, Above the entire that, market value of the company is worth yes. 2.5 million. So if you're talking yeah. about 2.5 million in related transactions and a hundred million dollar company or a, a $300 million company, Yes. It became, it, it's not, it's not as relevant, but when you're talking about uh, a $2.6 million company, that becomes very relevant. And with these micro caps, as, as we've seen many times in the past, if they start disappointing the market, the, the growth slow, slows down, the, the resulting decline in the share price can be very swift and very extreme. And the best way to, to really judge a company's product offering is to see how well it's being accepted by its customers. So the fact that revenues and profitability has declined for the company is definitely not a good sign. doesn't mean they can't turn it around, but for, for from our perspective, we would never just assume that that's going to happen. We would actually need to see the progress um, on paper. Yeah, and, and PartnerJet, for its part, is doing some good things. Their earnings positive. The company has a, a solid balance sheet, but you know one thing I would say to management is you know communicating better to the market would allow analysts to look at the company better and see the plan going forward in terms of having you know having some guidance there, even basic guidance would give 
the market some kind of uh, satisfaction on, you know, if you have a poor for- quarter, but, you know, you're looking two to five years out to grow 25 or 50% or whatever your targets are, communicate those with the market. It can help an analyst value the company. Now, our weekly star, we're going to move to that. It's Go Easy Limited, G-S-Y on the TSX. Aaron, take it away. From our Stars and Dogs segment, it's time for this week's Star. star. Thank you. Go Easy. Trading at a price of about $43. Market capitalization of $600 million. The stock has had a nice little pop over the last few weeks and is up 16% over the last three months, 50% over the past year. What does the company do? Well, Go Easy is a finance company. It has two segments to its business. Easy Home, which offers lease-to-own services for household items like furniture, appliances, and electronics. And Easy Financial, which provides subprime consumer loans to customers. What's been driving the stock? Well, the company issued preliminary Q2 results on July 12th, which drove uh, a nice uptick in the share price. The results were very strong. Uh, Gross consumer loans increased 61% to $687 million. Quarterly loan book growth was a record at $85 million, up 120% from the same quarter last year. And charge-offs for bad loans also declined to 12.4% of the portfolio on an annualized basis, compared to 14.7% a year ago. The full results aren't out until August 8th. We would expect a continuation of the very strong growth in revenue and earnings per share. In 2017, the revenue growth was nearly 20% and earnings per share were up 36%. This has been the general trend for the company over the past year, which has driven that 50% increase in the share price over 12 months. Looking at the company, the, the real driving force behind GoEasy is its, is its easy financial business. It's about 70% of, of revenues for the company right now. Once again, this is the this business uh, is focused on consumer loans to the non-prime or, or subprime customer segment. So the company is growing this segment very aggressively. The business is performing great right now. Management is executing the business model very well. Our concern is the inherent risk in the business model. This isn't the type of company that we would expect to have a lot of resilience in the event of deteriorating economic conditions. So subprime loans, generally, well, what that what that means is you're you're making loans to risky borrowers. Uh, just to give you an example, the company charges an interest rate annually, which averages about forty three percent. So these these are generally small loans. Uh, I believe the average is about five to ten thousand per loan, but very risky when you're thinking a forty three percent interest rate. What type of borrower is willing to to pay that rate? Um, that said, the for now the growth profile is intact. Management owns a significant stake in the company. It's trading at a valuation relative to earnings about of about fifteen times. For a higher risk stock, we think that GoEasy has, does have some solid fundamentals underpinning its business. It's not a company that we're recommending right now, but it's uh, it, it certainly has been executing well. And as long as the economic environment remains reasonably healthy, we believe that that will continue to be the case. Yeah, and uh, you know the gains that we've seen over the past year and even in the past couple of weeks make it our star of the week. But of course, 
as you you know as you pointed out this company when the wind is at its back in terms of a positive economic a positive economic growth in the economy generally it is a stock to potentially own if you start to see cracks in that it may be a company to move to the sidelines on but it's certainly executing well right now that about does it for this week that's a wrap on our show i'd like to thank our listeners for listening thank aaron for co-hosting with me And again, encourage all our listeners to uh, go on to iTunes, rate us, review us, uh, like us on Facebook. Keep sending in your questions to our Your Stock, Our Take segment. Either email them, send them on Facebook, hit us on Twitter, any of the usual social media uh, buttons out there. Uh, Keep your questions coming in. We're getting more and more of them, which is great. And uh, again, profitable investing. Profitable investing. 